Hello and thank you for tuning in to Sloss and Humphreys on the Road. We have got a podcast episode for you today. Like, it starts off roasting me dog, standard. Then we do some uh, tributes to Sean Locke and uh, do a little bit of a testimonial to him. And then I talk about drinking Baileys through the day and for some reason that unlocks a suppressed memory about attempted knife crime. So, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy that story. Uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who's uh, signed up as a patron and funding this podcast, uh, letting us get all of our equipment and stuff. Um, since we've upgraded the podcast, we've upgraded your membership. Now you can get every single episode, video that comes out on Patreon for as small as three quid. Everything, literally everything we put out is just three pound. So you know, if it's the equivalent of buying me and co- me and cream a coffee between we, where we'll take turns on it, like literally that for our back catalogue, and then the other tiers. Um, where you can pay a little bit extra, you get extra bonuses and benefits, like we're going to put on some live shows, you'll get access to those, and um, you can get sent fucking signed posters and personalised thank you videos, credits on the videos, I'll, I can't have a look, can't have a look, there's a, there's plenty to choose from, whatever whatever level of patronage you'd like to do, uh, you can do that, or you can just continue listening to these freebies on uh, Spotify and iTunes, and thank you for listening everyone, one and all, enjoy this episode. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? So, I've had one week to think about it and I've come up with me spin. Oh, the dog spin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So when people see us walking their dog, walking the dog. Yeah, your dog. Uh, our dog, yeah. Um, Peggy. <laughs> Absolutely. Already, <laughs> already raging. <laughs> Why are you raging? Well, one, because <laughs> I've been very open about the fact that in 26 years, when Ray the Fat Cat finally dies and we move on, to other cats, because she can't have other cats, because she's a cunt. We're going to get two main coons, and I want to call them, uh, I want to call them Pegasus and Superman, or Peggy and Sue for short, because I think that's very funny, and also it does Cara's nothing. And Natalie so says what's, now. What's the reference? Oh, what? what's the Peggy Sue? Bring that closer to uh, tech Technical difficulties. What's the Peggy Sue reference? Is Peggy Sue? Peggy, it's Peggy, Peggy and, and Sue. Sue. It's just because I, I thought, you know, when you first told me on the podcast, I thought it was like Kim and Aggie, like the cleaners. Who the fuck like, is Kim and Aggie? Like, um, Kim, like the cleaners from like a TV show. You know, like you've got Kim and Aggie, you've got French and Saunders. Aye. You've got <laughs> really bad at female combinations. Aye. There's way more. You don't know Kim and Aggie? No. So I thought Peggy and Sue was like, you know, homes under the hammer or something like that. Maybe it is. Oh, is it not? Maybe it is. Maybe that's where I've got it from. Sue, what's that? Lesbian Sue on the Bake Off called. Sue Peg- Perkins. Sue Perkins, Aye. yeah. Did, she got a mate called Peggy. Maybe. So I thought it was something off that, right? But anyway, regardless, now that you listen to the podcast, you want to call them Pegasus and Superman so they look like someone dead cool, but then it's Peggy and Sue, so they're like little... Aye. Aye. And Natalie claims that's not why she wanted to call the dog Peggy. But she never mentioned the name Peggy before she listened to that episode. I mean, she's just, she's, she's baby named Jacked, which is like apparently not the done thing. My mum fell out with one of our neighbours for, y- probably still to this day. Aye, Because uh, they were pregnant together and my mum um, was going to call her child Stephanie. You were going to be called Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me. <laughs> no, 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 that's what you've just said. No, no. We can roll back the tape, and I think you just confirmed <laughs> that you were going to be called Stephanie. No, no, I am recalling this from an account when I was alive. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> pregnant with my sister, uh-huh. who was fated to be called Stephanie. And my mum had spoken publicly about this. Fanny for sure. Ah, maybe. Is that, is that what Fanny's show for? No. Francis, probably. Aye, Benjamin. So, uh, my mum was open about this, and then my neighbour, who was also pregnant at the same time, called her kid Stephanie. And personally, if that was me, I'd be like, oh, there's two Stephanies living on our street. What do you know? Uh, I like that wouldn't, that wouldn't change it for me. But my mum was just like, I'm going to call the bitch Justine. <laughs> that, 
that'll show her. <laughs> so, well, man, if you, well, when you name your shit little dog Peggy, I'm still calling her cat Peggy. So, yeah, cool. Like, I'm not. Aye. I just don't think it's fairy. So, I'm coming good Peggy. Mm. Or is it called Peggy because it pegs you? You fucking loser. So, on that note, on that note, which no, my dog doesn't peg us. Well, I mean, it's. But when people see me walking my dog, yeah, the dog they, that they won't go, oh, your girlfriend, your girlfriend, your girlfriend, pick I mean, your dog. They, they will do that. They will go, his girlfriend must take it up the arse. <laughs> oh. Like, she must suck his dick all the time for him to be like. Right. So what you're hoping uh, is like, that, that they're going to look at you with your dog and then concoct a lie in their own heads. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm saying they'll go like, I'd do stuff like that for my lass if she'd done that sort of thing. Aye. They'd do that. Like, they'll see you whacking your fucking whatever, German Shepherd and all that, and they going, ah, fucking, yeah. She'll just do anything not to shag him. She's going, ah, sure, I have a dog that's going to slobber all and get her all over the couch, right? And, like, just just stop trying to shag it. Just eat, live your life, get a best friend. Mm. And um, I, people are going to look at me with a little dog and go, oh, fucking hell, his sex life is off the charts. I mean, that is some... Uh, I've been trying, uh, Daniel. I've been trying to spin it. <laughs> Which and this is what I've come up with. All right, well, I hope it's true that you man it. Okay. Aye. And, and you know what? She's she's known to sometimes take it up the shit out, like, before we're married and that. Aye. <laughs> and um, I used to get... You sure blo- you want this on the podcast? I used to get blo- This is a Monday one, isn't it? Aye. Oh, fuck. Aye. Sorry, Natalie. Just as, as always, just so you know, Natalie, I obviously brought up none of this. Aye, I've ran it past Natalie. I've you also look. You, I've you, ran my theory past Natalie. Aye, and what, what did she think? Did she, she tell you you were allowed to have that opinion? She scratched me chin and gave us a treat. <laughs> <laughs> when do you get your little um, effeminate dog? On September the eighth. Oh, my anniversary. Is it? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, totally unplanned, but like saves as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely saves as a gift. Happy with that. Uh, also, she listened to the podcast, come up with a new dog name, miraculously, nothing yeah. to do with the podcast. And also told us that I had to correct everyone, retraction, that um, it's two and a half grand, not 3.75, which I stated, which actually like really shows my trouser wearing stance in the relationship that like I just was like cool with that. Well, yeah, and, I mean, and look, two and a half grand for a dog is way still, more reasonable. It's still a bit too much, but also... Um, <laughs> there's, there's free ones down the road, mate. They've got entire shops just for... I mean, they're not shops because they're free. You just go rescue a real one, a you proper know, real actual dog that does dog things. Like bark. <laughs> I don't want it to bark. No? I don't want it to mould hair and it's not going to mould hair. Mm, you don't want it to defend you under any circumstance. Don't want it to defend us. I do want it to get anxious. <laughs> the, the worst thing about this podcast is we're, we're trialling video on it to see if we can work the video. It might not see the later day or whatever, right? But mm. on the podcast, like the previous podcast, last Monday is like your girlfriend picked a dog episode. Like people couldn't see how absolutely defeated I was. <laughs> but now there might be an option to go on YouTube and see how utterly defeated I am. Right. On that note, we are, as always, we're taking further steps to improving the podcast now that you cunts are fucking paying for it um so we will be we've got one camera realistically at one point we'll probably need fucking two um but we need to work out on we're getting someone to potentially edit stuff together the sound's already better uh we are making moves to have i don't know just better content but it does it does instantly become harder on the fucking road (laughs) uh yeah i've actually um i've i've bought there's this company in denmark that do like custom made luggage for specific sound equipment. Oh. And I've managed to get hold of a portable carry on. For this? For this bad boy. Carry on? Carry on. Okay. I mean, right, I looked up EasyJet, right? And unless you've got the legroom seats, right? Did you know this with EasyJet? Like, if you've got legroom seats, you get bigger luggage. No. By like 10 centimeters or something. I uh, so apparently. When are we fucking flying EasyJet? Sunday. Are we? I think so, yeah. We're going to Lisbon. I'm sure it's easy, Jed. So I think it's going to be like, it depend on depend on what our tickets are. I don't know if they're going to make us put it in the hold, but it'll be fine in the hold. It just oh, means right. I might have to pay a bit more. But uh, I, we're, um, we're flying again soon. So are we taking these mics with us? Yes. Do they have stands? No, I'll put them in my luggage. Right. 
Or we can just bring the little stands or whatever. But, but, but we do have stands. We're going to take this off the podcast. We could. <laughs> we're just we could. The right no, 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 game. no, no. But I think this is fair. <laughs> the production quality becomes better, but the content becomes way worse. Oh, yeah. It's a good trade off, isn't it? It's a fair trade off. I did make that really, st- I made that clear as well when I said, like, you've upped the game with the tech. Mm. But, like, I can't, I'm not making any promises. I refuse to be funny at all anymore. You were never funny, people in the podcast, you fucking stupid. You know what? Uh, you know, when people first find out you're a comedian mm-hmm. and they just, like, think that you're there and then going to make them laugh. Aye. That is the word. You know what? We, Somebody like broke the mold with it the other day. It was you know the guy who used to, who sold us the house. Right? Well, not personally, but you don't know him personally, right? But yeah, he, uh, he came round to pick up some mail because some mail still arrived here, and we're giving him these hose back because we've got a new hose and I was there like okay that back whatever. Um, and I just got chatting with him, and he asked what it was I do because I like he saw me studio and the fucking like foam pads on the wall and all that, and just making conversation. That's what it does, and I, I told him, and then he just went. Oh, I bet it makes you sick when people just find out what you're doing and ask you to be funny. Mm. And I was like, oh, the fucking awareness of that. Uh, like, it made us so happy because it was fucking nine o'clock in the morning. I forgot he was coming round. I fucking, when I answered the door, I had to quickly grab a t-shirt because I was just in my pyjamas and all that, right? There's some moments, you know, before I've had my first coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt less funny in my entire fucking life. Uh, and the last thing I want to do is be in my pyjamas, in my kitchen. Trying to make someone with a fucking shit-eating grin laugh because the funded I'm a comedian just knew that's not where I want to be in my life. That is one of the, like, it's a hack joke that everyone does at the start of their career as a star. What was yours? Mine's was... Cause, cause, do you know the original? Before you tell yours, the original was Bob Monkhouse. Yeah. And it was a cartographer. And it was, go on, then draw me a map. Is that the original? That one? was the original. That was the, the ground zero of that joke. Or the patient zero. I think mine's was Fireman. Okay. Um, so how did you punchline that? I can't remember. Like, I don't know if I did. Oh, oh, you're a fireman. Go on then. Get us out of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> or just like light a fire. Um, uh, and then probably like a porn star or something like mm. that would have been where I think mine, my mind would have, mine would have gone. Main one was uh, epileptic. Aye. Are you epileptic? Go on, then swallow your tongue. <laughs> I thought it was quite an original spin on it. Aye. I was like quite happy to have me own one of them because I was like, ah, it's alright, that one. Uh, aye, but that's like a joke. That I remember at one point I saw a comedian do a joke, like a new, a new open spot, do a joke with, with different punchlines along that vein. And some other comedian was like, oh, that's my joke. And I'm like, buddy, that's all of our jokes. Uh, yeah. Like, you don't get to claim <laughs> fucking ownership. Like, that's a, because sometimes there is such a thing as blatant fucking joke theft. But then there is also stumbling across the same premise. Now, I stumbled across the same premise as the uh, late, great Sean Locke. I used to have a fucking joke. And he did <laughs> the it. The carrot in a box. <laughs> <laughs> He did it way better, but the joke was, I always hate that fucking excuse uh, that racists use, which is, I'm not racist, some of my best friends are black. That's like saying, I'm not a paedophile, some of my closest friends are children, right? So that was one of the first jokes I ever wrote, yeah. and then I went down, and me and Sean Locke were doing the same gig, and he just told it way better. And I remember at the time, just like, my, my, my tiny 18-year-old ego, just trying to backwards manufacture how... How Sean Locke clearly had writers, and he'd and one of them had been to my gig. Oh no, you didn't! <laughs> no, no, but not. This wasn't anything I said out loud. But while I was watching it, trying to fucking you know justify it to me, and then it was just after about ten minutes, I'm like, man, we just. I mean, you watch the rest of the set, and he he was such a brilliant fucking uh, comic. I'm like, ah, oh, he just got there before I did, yeah. and because he's more famous, he's got the rights to the fucking joke. I uh, sometimes sometimes if somebody like just more famous than you gets the gets the joke on a bigger platform, you just have to just admit defeat. You're like, no. I didn't get it stolen from us. But That's, that's why I can't, that... I can't do my black stuff anymore, because of Chris Rock. Aye. I got <laughs> exactly. there just before me. I think I had it first. Aye. Uh, so Sean Logg's dead, and that's sad. It's, like, it's fucking shit, because, like, I mean, we met him a couple of times. You donated out 10 cats with him, no? Yep, yep. He was lovely to me, uh, uh then and also he was at altitude. Man. That's because that's just, what I was going to say. I didn't know if you were just fun at altitude because he, he instigated everyone getting in the cupboard. There was like the they used it as a box office, but it was like a little cloak room, and he was in there with just like um, the, the lasses that worked at mm-hmm. altitude, like Natalie, my wife, and Mary and Soraya and Bell and uh, Andy Smart and a couple of the impro trums, and then Marcus Brigstock went in and Coppinger, and then fucking me and you came by and Brett come in, and there was just like 
there was about fucking 30 of in this oh, tiny right. little car. It was like a clown car. And it was just, it, and it, it, what started off as just a shit bit and ma- and remained a shit bit, just became funnier uh, and funnier and funnier. As but long. it was one of them, like, as a, like, f- like a fresh new comedian compared, compared to him and mm. like lad, lads on that level. Um, it was just one of them bizarre situations where you're like, fucking wedged in a cupboard with Sean Locke. Aye. <laughs> like, you know how sometimes you just have them moments in comedy where you're just like, the fuck is going on with my life here? I'm just up the Alps somewhere, fucking wedged in a broom cupboard with one of my heroes. Aye. It was, uh, yeah, and here's uh, my, my, this is such a testament to who, what makes a person a good person for me. He was always lovely to my mum and dad. Uh, he was like went out of it, went out of his way to speak to them. Always remembered their names, like because they, because he knew that we were all comedy fans uh, and that we were all big Sean Locke fans. Like he knew it. There was no way uh, they didn't understand how much we all fucking loved what he did. And sometimes you can get comedians who don't like that and they fucking shirk away from it. But you know, my, my dad would be sitting there with a big shaking grin, telling Sean Locke funny stories, and Sean Locke would laugh at the fucking mm-hmm. jokes and join in. And yeah, I noticed you made like a, a special effort with uh, the non-comedians. Aye. Like, the, the non-coms, like, he, he ended up, like, chatting to Natalie in a bar for ages, and Natalie was just absolutely fucking captivated by him, and that, just because, like, he's just such a good storyteller, and he's so funny and so intelligent, and uh, I was just, like, I was just really, like, pleased that he was taking the time out for, like, Aye. people that weren't in the industry. Which, which like, is what a lot of comedians don't do. A lot of don't comedians do. don't, Aye. and it's, like, it's it's such a shitty thing to overlook, but, like, the majority, like, it's it's clicky, you know, and um, I, I just thought that was absolutely class. And um, when we watched him from the balcony at the uh, gala show, and just every single comic, just fucking, uh, n- not a single comic missed his performance. You're just like, shit, this is fucking... I also this, found. I this, also is, found this, is like, this is a learning opportunity. Aye. It's not just you get to watch someone; you get to like, you get to try and understand the mechanics of it. I watch the craft. Can you tell the story? No, absolutely not. Can you not? No, that's no, not a story to tell. Hundred percent not telling nah. the story. Never. Okay. And you are very bad at working out what and what not to say on this fucking podcast. I know, you know why? Because I normally live my life where I feel like I can say anything because I just say whatever. Like, I just say stuff because I've mm. heard it, I'm passing it on and all that. But, like, I sometimes don't respect other people's privacy. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> very aware. That's a, that's a problem for me. Uh, but one, one thing I did think was, uh, you know, when everyone was... Because I, I loved all the testimonials on Facebook, like, I, and I added to it because I one thing I, I hate when somebody dies is when, like people make it about them or try and harvest likes off what Aye. what their experience is or the what their opinion is. And here's the with them and the story ah. about the time I met them and how they impacted my life. And I understand it, that it comes from a good place because when Trevor Moore died, I really liked one of the other guys from White's Kid You Know. Ah. Just kept posting photos of Trevor and just talking about what he was like uh, as a person and like, you know, how much he loved his wife and how much he loved his kid. And he always, he never tried to do anything fashion related, but he always looked dead good and he took great photos. And it was just really nice to have like this, this friend of his that's, you know, grieving, but is grieving in a way that he's just selling, t- uh, telling stories about this man that I really, really liked. And it was an insight. And I'm going, you, you, you could do that because you're the friend, like you're, you're there close enough throughout his life to be yeah. an actual point. You know, just get to go, I was on a show with him and he said hello once. And, uh, oh, God. I met him once. And I felt a little bit like I was going to do that when I put, because I, I put out a fucking Facebook status. But I, I did it because I was comforted by everyone else's. Mm. I really enjoyed reading all of the testimonials from from people that met him briefly to people that had known him, like, his whole career. Like, that's another thing. It's like, I didn't know him very well, but I'm, like, close to people that, that are very close to him. Aye. And it's like, that, them shockwaves hit you, like, the, 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 the fucking, like, the passive grief. Aye. And um, I just, I was really comforted by, like, the, just the industry response to it. And, like, it was just this day of, like, just nice thoughts and nice vibes about this man that everyone was sad that we've lost, right? And uh, I, I fucking, I forget, I forget where I was going with it. Well, but people do. You, you thought, thought you weren't going to do any fucking tributes. Oh yeah, yeah. This is where I was going with it. And then when I saw all of the tributes, I thought it would be really on brand for Sean Locke for it to be a hoax because <laughs> he wanted to read what people said. <laughs> it would have been like um, the, the, the it was people. I saw people tagging Gigamid on Twitter, and I'm like, you are aware that the only reason he went on Twitter was because somebody was pretending to be him on Twitter and he just created a Twitter account, got verified, and then went, 
this is my real account. I hate Twitter. And that was his last tweet. That was his last and tweet. That was seven or eight years ago. So funny. So like it was just like because of little things like that it made you think like, hey, I wonder if he's just fucking like done like was it Jimmy Nail on uh, yeah, you've probably not watched off Weeders End Pet. I'm gonna assume you haven't. No. When they rebooted that, uh, he got the old crew back together by staging his own death. So that, like, the turnout for his funeral, so that he could go, right, it's the only way I could get you in the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you, so you reckon this is Sean Locke just trying to get eight out of ten cats back together? I think Sean Locke is trying to rip off Jimmy Neal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my angle. I, like, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not on Twitter, but Marlena sent me a fucking message. She was like, do you want to tweet anything about Sean Locke? And I was just like, nah, man, like, I'm enjoying reading what other people have to say, but also, like, I met him I met him a couple of times. He was always just weird to me. Like he, I, I was, I was gutted when he died. Um, like spoke to Cara about it for a bit. Spoke to Cullen and that. Just been like, you know, he was a really nice guy and he was so funny. And but you know, that's my thing. I don't want to. I don't want to just join in this fucking wave. And if that's how people want to grieve, that's how they want to grieve. But the wave I'm choosing is I'm just making my own thing. And fucking some cunt online was just like, why have you not posted about Sean Logan? You're going fucking what cunt? It's my fucking job to comment on every fucking... I owe you a reaction, do I? What am uh, I, a fucking YouTube star? Like, for, for all he knows, you could be, like, really close to him and composing yourself. Oh, like, he doesn't know what the fuck your situation is. Oh, what is. do you think about this death? What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? But um, it was... Because uh, Marlene... Fucking grief. Marlene has got your... Um, She's got your Twitter account and she's got your Twitter to promote and the American dates came out and she clearly like scheduled a bunch of tweets to um to time with the release mm. of the things and uh, scrolling through Twitter it really looked like you hadn't read the room. No, I <laughs> just think totally, I just think, totally like, uh, I just think what Sean Locke would have wanted was for was, people to come see me on tour. <laughs> <laughs> I was scrolling through and it was testimonial after testimonial. It was like, come see me in Boston. <laughs> Aye, but you understand that's your <laughs> no, Twitter that's my feed. Twitter feed that. <laughs> that's not everyone else's. Uh, Aye, let's. I just I hate people. That man, you're allowed to be on Twitter. I loved it for years and years and years. But anyone that pretends it's anything other than a vitriolic cesspit, Aye. and I'm just like, that's all it is. And man, you can use it for promotion. I understand you can, but like, it's a fucking cesspit of shit. Mm-hmm. And like, let's not pretend there are any good rules on it. Like, the golden years of Twitter are over now. Aye. The Q and on people were fucking very fucking, brief. Aye, that was classified. It was like Vine. Remember how good Vine oh, was? I made Vine. What happened to Vine? Uh, I think somebody bought it and then shat it off. You know, if Vine came out now, do you think, like, that would be us going, oh, just leave it for the kids, but at the time we kind of were kids? Is that TikTok? No, no. Vine was... Vine had, like, parameters of creativity. Was It was like, it's just six-second clips. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Yeah. You're not getting more, you're and not you, getting less. You hold it's, the video and stop, and it stops recording, but you can continue again, so you can change the environment a bit. And, I, uh, I, we, we were fucking, like, I thought we were pretty creative with that. Like, we'd done some good vines. Bo Burnham's vines were always fucking brilliant. Oh so many comedians were very, very good in it. With his tech talk, I mean, I, I just can't. I might pay someone one day to do a Daniel Sloss tech talk. Which they just do, but I'm actively. Well, it was funny when uh, never going on it. When I was doing a bit of research on like Twitch and how to get uh, Twitch viewerships, so it's obviously like one of the obvious tips is like tell people about it on social media. Like people will find out about it on social media and come, come off. And everyone was like, "Do not underestimate the power of TikTok." Mm. Like there's so apparently there's so much weight on conversion of like views to, um, like views to. Like, people looking at the rest of your stuff, like, maybe they'll see a short clip, they'll go and check out your YouTube, they'll check out your Twitch, they'll check out your podcast. But for me, it's just like, I don't want to fish in that pond. Aye. Like, I really don't. And I, obviously, like, when, because if we're videoing this, I'm going to be cutting down shorter clips, getting some subtitles on and putting them out on socials, and I'll put them on, like, Instagram, and I'll put them on, like, I'll, I'll build an Instagram specifically for this, so I'm not just spamming off my own account. So that people that follow this are following this for that reason. Aye. Um, so that they can see short clips on, on the and I, I know I should make a TikTok for the podcast if we've got video clips to put out and short clips to put out. I know I should. But it would be harder for me than eating me words about getting a shit little dog. Aye. <laughs> it would just... be like, 
it would be like, how many of my words have I got to eat in this world? Like, it gets to the point where you're just like, that episode of Black Mirror where the lad's got the plate with a bit of glass next to his throat. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you're just like, I've succumbed to it all. I've succumbed to every single piece of this life. We've also got, um, what we originally talked about there was obviously about adding potentially videos to this, which we, I mean, I imagine we will. The TikTok thing, I, I wouldn't mind it. I saw some videos on the road TikTok, that's allowed, but we would both have to stand in the corner for 45 years afterwards. Uh, okay, uh, right, if we do it, our first, our first post has got to just be us in the corner, shagging. <laughs> <laughs> then we got banned off TikTok for Perfect. explicit there content. There we go. We tried. <laughs> we tried. We nailed it. We were too powerful. They didn't want to see our truth. We broke the internet. Uh, uh, we've also, I say we, you've got merch. Oh, yeah. I've got merch on. Aye. I've got, um, I mean, the, the video, if it does come out, you can see it. But I've also got the T-shirt. These are a really good cut as well, these Team Muggins T-shirts. Mm-hmm. you like it? No. Do you know? I think like you because you, you can't even tell. Like it just looks like a good brand. What well, muggins? The, the artwork, muggins, brand. muggins, and the knitting and that. Mm, for sure. It just looks like you need, it doesn't look like you're wearing merch. It just looks like you're wearing a class t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm actively in competition with you on this. So, so um, you've got yours, which fucking Lady Corbin made, who's a fucking awesome artist, Aye. and I instantly loved it. And I think it's going to sell well. So, the team. so we'll do that, and by we I mean you. So I get to select what arms it goes on. Aye. So you're just having a tie-dye range. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> God, absolutely zero. Make it all pink, see if it affects anything. I'm like, oh, give a shit, man. <laughs> Actually, I think tie-dye would be all right. You can't get tie-dye on the merch store. Um, but uh, yeah, because you don't, you, like, do you not want to choose your options of what it goes on? You want... I imagined it was just. Do you want us to deal with Cara? Cara, I'll deal with us. I imagine it was just the same ones that you had. I'll just do. Well, the ones I carefully chose for my followers: hoodies, um, hoodies, shirts, condoms. Do they, co- do, they do condoms? Sh- do you say shirts? Aye, like button-up shirts. Aye. They <laughs> not do those. I don't think so. Right. Okay. I don't know. They might do baseball shirts where it would like operate as a badge on what it. What about? You wanted a button-up shirt with Aye. your logo on. <laughs> Just above the shit with the logo. Do they do? They do. What's, what's the word I'm looking for here? Cufflinks. That's the one. They, do, they don't do cufflinks, but you know what? Tie, quacky tie for people in office jobs. Oh, maybe Can we get they a quacky do. tie for people in office jobs. I haven't, I haven't spruce the office yeah, up. like like the old keyboard ties and the old South Park ties. Uh, you, know, you know, like for the wacky guy. The wacky guy at the office. Dead and Fridays. There's one of them at my wedding. One there. What? One of the one of the one of the wags that was there, and then one of their Natalie's friends' husbands was pure like, like funny guy at the office, right? And he's normally funny guy at the wedding, but he was at a wedding full of comedians. <laughs> he just come off like a pure dork. And you're like, man, just drop there. It's uh, not your responsibility, man. I've heard all of these jokes. They're all <laughs> they're all like print press jokes. Like like what cookie cutter jokes? Do they Play do chopsticks? You know Socks. what? You know what? When do they, they do vans? Do you want vans? Shoot I don't the think shoes, they do, not I don't the think vehicles. They do, do footwear, actually. But what? Um, you need a trolley token. What? Just for the old school. Just for the first, you know, our first ever episodes that we ever put Aye. up was there was just a lot of trolley token bands about you having a trolley token, which I, I still have. A, you know what? I don't have a trolley token anymore, and I've just got a quid that sits in the fucking Tesla, and I'm like, it'd be way easier. Is that because of peer pressure? What? <laughs> you get no, because I lost token. my because well because I used to have. I used to have keys for It is good to have because you'll end up spending the quid. You never give a homeless guy your trolley token. No, no, not unless you're an absolute bastard. (laughs) Be like, here, use this next time you're doing a big shop in Sainsbury's. Dude, I what? (laughs) 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 Motherfucker, when I'm in Tesco, it's a basket on a good day. In what world do I need a trolley token? You fucking rat. Um, That's how I know uh, me and Natalie have moved to a nice area Mm. is because they trust you with the trolleys. Do they? Aye. I've never, I've never lived in a place like that in my life. There's not, man. There's, <laughs> there is nothing fucking worse than when you get to like Sainsbury's and you just don't have a question. You're like, what, what? Right. So I'm not. I've now got to go to a fucking cash point to get a tenner out to go into the shop to buy a bit of gum and then go. Can you give me a fucking quid just to go back outside the shop and then put a quid in? Hell on earth. Hell on earth. Uh, you know what? That's my name. I don't mind saying that. <laughs> <laughs> is it? 
been through some shit. I totally so, talks to be work. So I want to have a because I've started. Do they I, do nude pens? You know well, the pens. I right. So it's like as normal, and then you click it, and we've got no clothes on. Is that an option? <laughs> I feel like you, you, you open the pen to put a clothes on. <laughs> to feel like, oh god, I've got to do more writing. I can't look at this no more. We should do. Remember those uh, little circle things, and uh, you had a magnet. Pogs. Could, no. no. It had a face on it, but you could use all the, the iron f- shavings to get Etch the guy. sketch You kind of give them a new haircut. So it'd be like a, oh, yeah, like or a, a moustache or whatever. You're doing it like it's small, but they were quite big boards then. Were they? Yeah, they were like, so you, you you would have like little stamps with magnets on that you could put stuff on. I mean, I never had that. I, I, I nah, grew, me neither. I grew up in a generation of, of Drew, Drew Castle. I, I was just like, can I borrow that when I finished? <laughs> Steph, Justine, Steph. I keep getting your name wrong. Yeah, I had it in my head for years and years I was before you were born. When uh, mum said that you were going to be called Stephanie, I practised it <laughs> in front of the mirror over and over and over again. I was holding, you know, uh, <laughs> the cabbage back to kitchen. I was like, Stephanie, so I'm just, um, just used to it. So, yeah. so I, hope you, I hope you didn't practise, like, giving treats to her an imaginary Peggy. No. Well, not yet. No, well, I don't like. I don't think you can name your animal until you've spent some time with it and getting a like getting a gauge on its personality. What the? No, that's 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 how you name babies. You hold a baby and you're like, oh, that's. what well, I thought this was going to be a Steve, but it's very clearly adjusting. Like you know, it's just like, it might have a completely different nature to the name you're about to sign to it. What like if you call it fucking. You know, no, like, say if you're going to call, you know, if you're going to call it Darren, Aye. right, and then it's you get got it to be a scummy wee dog, uh, and then you get it, and it's just not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> at no point does it bark at children or like its own arsehole. You're like, oh, you're not a Daz at all. Aye. I don't like. You ever, I, met, you ever met a sound Darren? Like, no offense if you call Darren. Listen, no, no, listen no, no, us, no. Right? At this but, point, full offense from me personally. But, but like. People only hang around with you because you've got a van <laughs> and they might need to borrow it. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I know any good Darren's. I didn't have a day. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm not there. Keep your friends close, me enemies closer, and completely miles away from Darren's. <laughs> any Darren. <laughs> it was always my fucking go to joke. If you know someone's a fuck, any Aza, any of them. Not a good person. Gaza, Daza. He has, he Baza. has, he has who Darren is, right? Darren's like someone that you like contact him because he might be able to get hold of your drugs, and he can. Aye, right. But then, like, he'll you hang out with can't you, kind of get rid of him. <laughs> Aye, comes in. All right, boys, we got you those uh, two oh. grabs of coke you want. So where are we doing them? We're oh, not. Oh, came and stuck me purchase for an invite, man. Like, oh man, if like everyone done this, I couldn't fucking go to Argos for a watch with would fucking take the catch at home with us to fucking, <laughs> oh yeah, to your turn, look at the time. <laughs> just, we're just casting shit on Darren's head and think of. Darren goes to, Darren goes up to the pub, he's like, I'll get the next round, lads, and then comes back with five apple sewers. And you're like, man, right, that's not. That's not a shot. It's <laughs> <laughs> just you've just you might as well have just put a tiny bit of vodka into some fucking syrup at this point. It's either tequila or uh, Can you remember when Rouge bought were shots in Hive? I wasn't Where like Oh, were you not there? No. Oh no, it wasn't even Hive, it was Espionage, the one that's out stairs and Aye. tall and different levels. Um he just co- he come with his tray of shots, right? Like fucking not even we're not even doing rounds of shots. He's just been a he's been a, been a good mate. Go- he's been, he's a, been the opposite of a dazzer. He's been a good mate. He's been a solid lad. He's like I'm out. I'm at the fringe. We're having a good time. I don't give a fuck that it's like nine hour. I'm gonna get everybody a shot, right? And he fucking comes back with a tray on his hand, gives everyone a shot out, and we cheers it and down it, and it was fucking vodka. I just did, I've I've never seen that before. Uh, I've never, I have, but only in house parties when I was 15, 16, 17. And you know it's going to happen? Yeah, aye. Like, and I, I know, like, most shots that you have, like tequilas and sambucas, they've got a kick and all that, and they send, you, they send you a bit sideways, but there's something about surprise vodka. Like, you know, even when you're expecting tequila or sambuca, when you're getting hit with surprise vodka, it, I fucking, I was like, are we in fucking, are we in Russia? 
Well, no, because if, oh, yeah, if we were in Russia, it'd be nice vodka. It, would be, it, <laughs> it wouldn't be, be warm. It wouldn't be Glens. It wouldn't be <laughs> Glens in a badly washed fucking glass. Uh, there's something really jarring about that, right? Where you come along and everyone's like good spirits and cheers, and then you've just got all these people just mouth to the back of the hand, and bam, mate, what's your that problem? That was a horrible prank what to play. I, what have I done to you? What you that for me, Nate's ruined. The old, yeah, the older I get, the more recovery time I need for after a shot. Like, mm. to the point where I'm like, man, if you made me do, like, I'll do most shots. There's some I'll, there's some I'll straight up turn down and toxic masculinity doesn't work on me anymore. You can call me all the names under the fucking sun. I'm not, I'm not doing a shot of fucking Sambuca ever again. I've, it's, I, if, I'm Are you doing with Sambuca? It's, man, it's, it's my, my liver's got a trigger warning and it's fucking Sambuca. Uh, also, Cafe Patron can now fuck off. I'm done with that. Tequila. Cafe Patron. You know what? I've started recreationally just having a little nice cup of Kahlua. It's like a coffee one, isn't it? Oh, I'm, I'm very aware of what it is. Mm, quite like it. Just, that... be, just because you couldn't wait till Christmas for a fucking Bailey's. Oh, here we go. And fucking soup for breakfast, complaining about what fucking season you're drinking. Yeah, you can't, well, you can't have Bailey's outside of December. Well, I only had Kahlua because I was out of Bailey's because I drink Bailey's on a reg. I just... Yeah, mate. I, I'm a shit dog. Have I now? I, 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 are you gonna pour some? Of the, are, you gonna, are you gonna pour some of the fucking Bailey's or Kahlua just on your tits and then try and breastfeed your little dog with it? And be like, it just creates a bond between us. Let's him know that I'm the matriarch of the family. Uh, that, that I produce milk. Aye, really fucking the devil's milk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why is that a term? Why do I know? Why? Why the devil's milk? Oh, that's what Colin calls <laughs> Bailey's. Colin calls Bailey's. Yeah, that's it. That's why I know it. <laughs> um, uh, I put a Natalie come down from my office like on a Tuesday the other day, and I'd put a Bailey's in my coffee. Obviously, the other day it was weeks ago. So she corrected us on stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh, I, like she was like, that was that was at the beginning of the summer. Like, that's it's, it's like, so oh, unconducive so, to the story. It's so unimportant. So, so now she listens. So I'm like, oh fuck, I'll get this like absolutely correct. It wasn't even a Tuesday. It was a Thursday. Oh man, there's not there's nothing. What like as somebody that's good at telling stories, for, literally for a fucking nothing does my night more when people go. It wasn't at three o'clock. It was at half past two. You're like, it doesn't. Nah, it's not that, the fucking bit. That it's so unimportant. It's a minor fucking detail it's got nothing to do with the setup of the fucking punchline story ruined even if I do get it out it's just ruined for me it's just like the story's now got a bad taste in my mouth as I'm telling it it just like it just took it just took a blow Cara's dead good because and this is one of the reasons why I know she loves me and it'll be the first time that she doesn't love me anymore do you ever have those moments when you are telling a story that you've obviously told several times before then halfway through telling the story to your loved one you can tell they've already heard it. Mm, yeah. you, you've told this story. I've, the amount of times I'll tell Kara a story and l- two minutes I'll be like, oh, she's giving me that look where she doesn't know I know, but I know she's heard this. But because she loves me and she knows how important it is for me to tell stories, <laughs> and just she, she just says it she, and, and she'll laugh at the same bit and she'll go, that's really interesting. And it's just and then you'll, you'll, only, you'll only catch on because <laughs> then she'll, she'll like guess a bit that Aye. she couldn't possibly guess. And you're like... <laughs> Oh, I must have told it. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, There's been other times when uh, I've been at like parties and I'll be telling a fucking story because we're all fucking drinking and uh, people will just slowly like sort of tune out and then it's just you, the only person that's left listening to your little story. Uh, is your missus and you're like, all right, well. Just, just hanging on to it just to keep you going, just to keep you motivated, no, keep the morale up. He needs this, he likes telling stories. It makes him feel good. Uh, so he's I like fine tuning it. it, you know, he's getting it right on me so yeah. he can tell it at parties. <laughs> I'm his wet stone. He's giving it a bit of a shine. They say he can't polish a turd, but I've watched him polish this one for fucking weeks it now. It's really shiny and he's about mm-hmm. to feed it to everybody that'll listen. Um, so Natalie came down on a midday on a Tuesday, a couple of weeks back, maybe Rough, months. No, like, like, can you, ball the park, hour? Ball Aye. park, like, noon, spring. Right. <laughs> right. What was she wearing? And, um, I had poured a little Bailey's into my coffee. Mm. <laughs> and she's just, just like you're just like a lush housewife, <laughs> just like, and not like in the jolly term of lush. What's the jolly term like, for lush? Gorgeous. Oh, you're like lush. You're fucking lush, mate. You're fucking lush, you're mate. Lush, we gash. You're a lush housewife. You like you're a milf. <laughs> I love to push. She wasn't calling me cock into. Sorry, that's all right. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was missing Linda. 
Linda! <laughs> so, um, I was just saying, I was a little housewife, just cutting up, cutting up with the suburbs. Suburbia, what we called it in the last podcast. Um, a Bailey's in the afternoon. In my coffee, though. Don't. Instead of milk. I mean, do you... Do you think that would hold up in a court of law? What do you mean? Right, I mean... Do you know I got lit up like a Christmas tree by the fucking jury <laughs> in a court of law once because of what I was drinking? What? No, but <laughs> when were you in court? I was in court. Well, I, I mean, obviously you were in court. I don't know what for. I wasn't. But I, was I need witness. you to understand, I'm not surprised that you were in court. That makes absolute sense to me. I was I was a witness. Aye. To your own crime. Then my, my brother got glassed. Aye. And, eh... Uh, so my brother got glassed, right? And then I fucking ran home and got a knife. Oh, okay. And ran back to the pub and I couldn't do we a lockdown. I couldn't get in the fire door while I was wielding the kitchen. Oh, knife. John, can we so go my, back to an earlier part in the story, please? My life nearly took a fucking drastic turn for the worst when I was 18. Right. Like, like that would have been fucking bad if I'd fucking followed through on that drunken plan. Yeah, to stab somebody to who glasses. To stab somebody who smashed my brother in the heat with a paint glass. Oh, right, so, so you were in a pub. Uh-huh. Why did the glass gaff? What, what had he done? Because we in a pub in Blythe. Oh, right, fair enough. Right. right. Shit guns down. Right, next part of the story. Um, I, th- I think, you know, it, it was a long, long time ago, right? Like, 20 years. It was more than half my life ago, oh, right? right? Uh, and we're out with my lasses. It was three, three, me, Gavin, Sean, and we're, we're girlfriends at the time, right? And um, it was basically just like fucking any time any of the girls were separated, the lads were like fucking trying to chat them up or whatever. And I think, like, they just got messy because we were with them. Aye. So, it, like, we didn't start anything, but Gav got glassed in the heat without throwing any punches. Without, like, we didn't hit anybody. Aye. We just fucking glassed, got dispersed. Now and you way. were like, I'm going to go home and get a what kind of knife? It was like a cheese knife with curls up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> how, how old are you here? I, was, I, was, I think I was old enough to drink. Which meant my girlfriend wasn't. But she looked older. Oh, yeah. Well, well your honour, the court rests. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was like, it was New Year and it was the local <laughs> it was the local pub. So maybe we weren't old enough to drink because we, we weren't taking any risks of being able to like get home if mm. we didn't get served kind of And there thing. wasn't like, I, like I'm not, I don't condone this type uh, of violence, but there was no other near weapon. You were like, I've got to, I know just the knife. I know exactly what it is. It, it was I can't a, use any of the glasses on the floor here. I'm in a pub that was, serves food. There's definitely a knife somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he was supposed to just run the corner. Right. And there was like this like kind of silver tray of knives that were on the fucking top of the fridge that you like bring. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to use one of mum's good knives. Good knives, right. The sharp <laughs> ones. I fucking <laughs> made, like, you know what? I think I've suppressed this memory because I don't think I've spoke about it to this day. <laughs> I can I see why. I don't think I've spoke about this day. This went from me having a Bailey's in the house to like I was trying to stab a cunt in life. <laughs> Sometimes I forget just because of like the steps that you've made in recent years. I'm fucking working class. Man, you really are. You know, you know when you're fucking like 18 years old, you're angry at life because fucking everything's shit, right? And you're fucking, you're poor as fuck and, like, there's no opportunity. And then somebody, I imagine this is a rhetorical question. You're not the, actually asking me this. And, and you're trying to make the most of it, you know? You've got your dolly birds out for a pint on New Year. And then you see someone fucking smash a pint glass across your brother's fucking scalp. Aye. Something switches in your heat, right? Aye. And, like, it's fucking, it, it is bollocks, because I, I would probably still be in fucking jail now if Absolutely I went through that, would. right? I would probably fucking, maybe, and if, I, if I'm out, I'm a different human being to the one that's sat in front of you now. And like, we certainly wouldn't have a podcast. Nah, nah. And I, I, I would be a lot less jovial about this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this story would be coming up on a different podcast, like some sort of BBC Radio Sounds one, where it's like, we talk to ex-offenders who have come out and are reintegrating into society about their stories and their crimes. Aye, but it was like that fucking... Do you reckon you went to prison with Adam Johnson? You <laughs> starstruck. <laughs> oh, I didn't get the button made! I didn't get the button made! Yes. You've got an eye like Adam Johnson, but now I do too! Yes. <laughs> Fuck's sake. There it is! Fuck's We've sake. got... Welcome to the I Like Adam Johnson <laughs> <Go> podcast! <on. laughs> 
Uh, well, imagine oh, we put all no. of this effort into rebrand and redo the podcast, and we're just like, it's called the I Love Adam Johnson podcast. <laughs> it's not called that. It'll never be called that. Adam Johnson is a horrible person, and may he rot in prison and then hell. But I was nearly like... 10 years into me fucking sentence, giving him me pocket as he come into jail. Like, oh, come on, new fish. <laughs> you fucking mack. Come on, fucking new fish, Adam Johnson. You're my bitch now. Hey. <laughs> and then, um, I said, anyway, fucking, uh, no, wherever I would have had the fucking bottle of day, anything, fucking who knows, right? Yeah, but, you just, you had that fucking, you saw red. But I saw red, right? And then fucking, anyway, like, fucking poli- police turned up and fucking statements were taken and all that, right? And, uh, <laughs> just you with a cheese knife in your back pocket. I'm just like, yeah, no. Got a stick for the dog. Hand behind my back. No, no, I'm just going to hit you back. <laughs> oh, this is my back scratcher. <laughs> it's fucking agony. It's really. Oh, like, I, don't go on. It gets the itch. It gets I, in there. No, no, it's a different wordplay. Like, when you say scratching your back, I mean, like, lasses when they did. <laughs> I want to put scratch marks to my back. I want to itch it. You're thinking the back itches. <laughs> I am fucking. I'm getting this. I'm trying to pick scabs back there. I reckon there's a mole, and I'm trying to scratch this motherfucker off. <laughs> so that's not what you do with moles, by the way. No. Don't try this at home. Don't. Um, so, like, I anyway, I fucking Gav uh, ended up taking Matthew Canning. He was called the court. Oh, uh, he'll use his name, whatever. Man, right. do you, I swear to God, do you, lo- <laughs> you, you earlier on in this episode, you're like, I guess I just don't respect people's privacy. Absolutely you don't. He cast me, brother. Ages, you tried to stab the gun. I ate to go. <laughs> oh, right, now I see. So, aye. Um, we all had to go and pick him from a lineup. Oh, aye. And everybody else he got it. He was the one without a pint glass. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, he is. That's him. As you can tell. Well, he smashed it, didn't he? So <laughs> he'll be the one without it. All those ones have got it, so it can't be them. Yeah, uh, uh, his must be broken. Everybody else picked the right person, all right? Oh, except for Bog Kai. Right, listen. <laughs> I did what I did. Bog like, I'm really, really. Wait, wait, wait. This is why you couldn't pick him out in a fucking lineup I'm... and you were going to stab the cunt. So you were just going to be fucking going into the pub, stabbing willy nilly, who lives in Blythe. <laughs> <laughs> she sells cigarettes. She does, she does backing runs to Tenerife. <laughs> I'm not going to get willy nilly by accident. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe you. <laughs> you wait. All right, sorry, continue. So, I fucking, right, like, time had elapsed. Like, I'm bong-eyed, but not only that, I've got aphantasia. I cannot hold the fucking visual image of someone in my head like the rest of the people. I didn't even know this was a condition at the time, right? But, like, I just stood in front of this fucking glass that I'm guessing they couldn't see through. Mm. It just did the dip because I couldn't fucking tell. Mm. I just said, I whatever that. No, fuck no, wait, so you put, wait, right. I just took the fucking so You, did, wait, you didn't even say, like, I don't know, I'm bong eye and I was drunk and I don't recognize. You were like, definitely oh, that right. innocent man there. I, I wanted. You <laughs> are I thought it was him. No, you didn't. You admitted <laughs> that you were like, it's going to be too embarrassing if I, if I don't know who glass my brother is. Especially consider I had up in debt against the cunt. You're like, I am. Um, I wait. Look, I couldn't. I couldn't. I like. I just. I just took a punt. <laughs> <laughs> in the court of law, I just guessed. I thought, look, it's one of them, and we're in Blythe. So even the other four have probably done something. They're gonna get caught at some point. <laughs> Why else did they sign up for this sort of thing? <laughs> Hiding in plain sight, if you ask me. Yeah, that is a question, right? B- people on the lineup. This is. A- who are the other guys? Who are the other guys? Uh-huh. Are they like other? Because I've never been asked to be on a lineup as an innocent, right? Mm. And I look like other criminals. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon? I fit the profile. Do you reckon it's like you're a <laughs> you're a up and coming actor and your agent phones you up? extra work. I've got your job. What is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it TV? No, no. But it's it's no, it's no. police related. The bill. We're going to be in the bill. Kind of like the bill. Yeah, kind of. No yeah. cameras. But yeah, you kind of look like a guy that glassed someone on New Year. So we've got you in as like a bit of a stunt double. Stunt double. What did you say? Is that what? Huh? Yeah. You might look. Look. 
depending on how absolutely retarded the people are on the other side of the glass, you may get accused of a crime. <laughs> <laughs> you may get accused of a crime, but memory's not. Probably not. And I'm not actually sure what happens if you do get pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> so you pointed at an innocent man. Uh-huh. And then I'm in the box at court mm. later on. Oh, the box, laddie da. And um, I, had, I, had, I had them like, I had them like opera binoculars. You know, like the binoculars on a stick. Aye. Popsicle oculars. Nah, that didn't, that didn't scan. <laughs> um, but I'm in the box. And um, I didn't know what questions I'm going to ask. I'm fucking... They don't, like, queue you up with the questions. You don't get, yeah, get the They don't send you the script beforehand. They don't send you the practice. script beforehand and all that, right? And, like, you know, everybody else might have mentioned the bit of Buddha's going to knock on the fucking fire door with a knife, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I thought I'd be able to just, like, exclude that bit. I'm not up for trial here. Right. So I, they were going, like, oh, that's funny you said that you weren't doing that because we've got other testimonies saying that you have. And I'm like, <laughs> I should really talk to me to me girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, we weren't meant to discuss this in court. <laughs> So wait, it was brought up in court that you were... <sighs> were you hammer on the door with a knife and all that? Really? Oh, fuck, I'm getting asked all these questions. <laughs> and I'm you're like, like, I'm not the one in trial. They're like, that sounds the things. Aye. Um, they were like, oh, you picked the wrong guy. And I was like, oh, why am I just finding about this new? Are you not going to tell us at the time that I picked the wrong guy? Like, I thought I nailed it because they didn't respond. Aye. So anyway, it's not going well. Fuck, I've got, I've got to turn this gig around. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring out some new stuff. Then they asked, they asked the question. They went, at the point when, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll delete his name out. No, just don't say it. Just say Steve. Oh, stop saying his name. <laughs> Steve, right? At the time when Steve, uh, glass your brother, like, what had you been drinking up until that point? <laughs> I didn't know I was going to ask that, right? I was just fucking there, just like laughing at my hand. <laughs> can I tell them what I've been drinking? <laughs> and I just said, oh, that's, that's fucking six archers and seven days. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> six archers and lemonade. Hold on. The schnapps. I'd be drinking. The fucking be peach drinking schnapps, schnapps and lemonade. No wonder he glassed your brother. <laughs> he was probably fucking aiming for you. Peach <laughs> snaps and lemonade. <laughs> That's why I didn't glass him back. It was just a little cup. <laughs> um, I'd be drinking snaps. And then um, they just went, um, just for the, whatever, like for the record, like why, why are you laughing at that? And... Just in a bout of misogyny, I just went, because it's a girl's drink. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so surprised that during this interview, they weren't just like, can we also arrest this guy? Like, is it, can we just like double this up? Like, while they, look, we save on petrol. When this guy, who's also clearly fucking guilty, he's on his way to jail, can we just take them in the same car, send them to the same one? Whatever, John's going to end up. But it was uh, the the jury laughed. They laughed when I said it was a girl's drink because it was like early thousands. It was maybe like two thousand and one, and it wasn't the millennium. So I think it was after that. It would have been like two, the new year two thousand and one. You know, it had been a fucking bad year for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for me and the criminal. Uh, I mean, both of us criminals, whatever. <laughs> that would be want to spin it. <laughs> um, so I uh, fucking he got off is what I'm trying to say. Really? He got off with glass of my brother cousin me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But like, actually, like, it's absolutely astonishing that somebody <laughs> glassed your brother because your brother had a girlfriend that they fancied, <laughs> and you just come out so much worse like I don't know how because normally you're the type of person that falls into shit and comes out smelling of roses but in this incident somebody bought you flowers and you put your thumb in your mouth and shat your fucking pants no that's if that's how you want to look at it I look at it like I had my first gig and got a taste for the crowds (laughs) I made the jury laugh uh, with sex, well, it, does explain, it does explain your first five years of material. <laughs> and I am that shit out of my soul. The ingrained sexism, you didn't know that. Oh man! Um, but Gav got us back. Like he got, he got a, he got a bouncer off the hook for kicking the shit out of me. Mm, aye. Can you mind that? Aye. Can I, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, this is what happened, right? 
We've been to the Bolton game. This is 2012. We've, we've told the story on the podcast. We have. Before. I'll do it in a nutshell. In a nutshell, you went to, a pub, went to a pub afterwards. One of your friends was passed out there, but just you passed out asleep. the table. Dorman took umbrage to it, tried to throw you out. He ended up in a big, massive fight where you end up... So he, he tried to throw Brucey out. Brucey was asleep, didn't know where he was. And I was just like... I was, I was pretty sentient. I just went, two minutes, mate. We've got a taxi book. It's coming to pick you up any minute. I'll look after him. And then he turned around and started chucking me out, like hands on, chucking me out. Mm. And I didn't think he realised this when he was chucking us out. But the bar was consisted only of my friends. Aye. I was out with about 12 people, right? And it became a fucking western. Because he, he, he was throwing me out and I put my hands on the door frame mm. and he was trying to wrench us off the door frame and then he started punching us in the back of the head. I ended up like headlocking with this guy. I need him in the face at one point and fucking put one of his teeth out. Mm. This doorman, right? And we fucking ended up, like all the other doormen come in and bat at me pals and we get fucking ragdolled doing the fucking back alley. Uh, it's just the one where they basically put you down and tried to curb stomp you to death. So that was one event. Uh, was us getting kicked at the pub. The second event was... We've collected our thoughts, we've dusted ourselves down, we've like, no one's got anything broken, oh, but we we'll, like, bust up a little bit, right? And uh, the next thing in that, all the fucking doormen from the area come round and make a circle around us, like a fucking dogfight. Aye, turn you into soggy biscuit. This guy with a fucking bloody mouth and his shit tail hanging out and all that just come and kicked fuck out of us. Aye. Like kicking us in the face and all that. It's like I'd been in a tumble dryer. I fuck, I, I, you know what, right? So I'm in the I'm in the jury. At the jury, I'm fucking obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the police with a solicitor, like going through everything that's happened, right? And they were like, "We've got the footage," and they showed us the footage. And now I, I watched myself get kicked the fuck, right? And I watched myself just bounce straight back up to my feet. <laughs> I was so proud, <laughs> right? And then, um, and then they were like, "This is a is a is a revenge attack." Whatever happened in the bar, whatever blame you've got in the bar, his jurisdiction's fucked. Aye. Because you're over the road and you're getting attacked on a separate occasion. Aye. The guy's done, right? But he he's saying his colleague will drop the charges on your brother if you drop the charges on him. Like, it's this fucking truce kind of fucking thing, right? And I'm like, what? Despite bro- the fact that your one was a murder attempt on, your, on you. Uh-huh. I was like, what was my brother's thing, right? And my brother in 2012, I don't know if you've fucking seen what he looked like there, but he was, he was on fucking steads and he was fucking 70 he was, stone. Uh, yeah, he was, an, he was an Adonis, a literal Adonis. Massive, right? He chucked one of the doormen out of his own bar <laughs> and said, don't come back, you bard. <laughs> <laughs> and it was written down as the statement from the doorman <laughs> that got thrown out of his own bar. <laughs> And they were like, well, if you drop the charges on this guy, he'll drop the charges on your brother. Aye. Oh, God. I owe him one. <laughs> found out that your fucking bro- your brother was drinking Baileys and ice cream. <laughs> Why are you laughing, uh, Gavin? Oh, it's just it's, it's a Christmas drink, isn't it? <laughs> Jury laughed. Oh, dear me. Aye. I've never been in a fight. Nah. Nah, nah never once. Not even but- one. I have. You were like you were you were a fight that I took out from you that time in Edinburgh. Yeah, but, but no point. Yeah. At no point did I participate in that fight. I just got headbutted. Yeah, you headbutted you. Aye, it's funny. Uh, Aye, before I joined in, I just like finished my popcorn, <laughs> <laughs> had a little watch. I do hope he's dead. Uh, probably. Fingers crossed. I looked like he would have been high risk during the pandemic. <laughs> Aye, just a big, big, big ugly boy. ginger cunt. I mean, I knew why he was angry. I'd be angry if I looked like that. Like, there's no way I was the first person to point out that he wasn't attractive. It was probably a trigger point for him. That's probably why he headbutted me. Yeah. But he was. He was homophobic in my defence. He was homophobic in your defence? <laughs> he was. <laughs> in your defence, he was homophobic. Yes, I that. <laughs> yeah, I called us gay. And then I gave him a lecture on, <laughs> on how I wouldn't mind if I was gay and that I'd rather be gay than spend a second looking like him. And I don't think he appreciated the lecture. Nah. So he headbutted me. And, he and, just had and then made, my boyfriend he, beat him up. Uh, yeah, your boyfriend joined in. He, he, like, he, he made, even though I was walking alongside you and you, you were with Biebs, who was, you were both dressed mm. nice and smart. And Fraz. It's Fraser was there as well, mm. wasn't he? Uh, he had no reason to believe that I was with his. No, you didn't. You did not look <laughs> like we Natalie hadn't dressed you at this point. You were no. still very much dressing yourself. That's true. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I defend that. Completely. Um, now, I don't know if everyone knows this, but obviously, uh, um, 
we've we've just announced the America tour, which is hopefully going ahead. Now I don't know how many American listeners we have, but I imagine it's more than three hundred, but less than a thousand. So you can buy tickets to the fucking shows now, and I I, I am going to read them out. Like I'm just gonna mainly for myself. Uh, and, and anybody who sees us at live shows, you know, you're going to get special attention off if you're wearing uh, any of the, any the, of the Sloss and Humphreys merch. Uh, I might blank you if you're wearing Team Cream, but I don't think that'll affect your life any. <laughs> <laughs> right, at that point, you've made your decision. Uh, oh, just oh, let's do some other shows. Uh, Gibraltar, that's not sold out yet. So if we have any listeners in Gibraltar. Also, new territory for us. It's quite rare that we're doing new new place. Uh, and we've, got a, couple, we've got a couple coming up. <sighs> not sold out. The second Athens show is not sold out yet. Oh, at Glasgow, the SEC. So sorry, Scottish people. Next Saturday, twenty eighth, twenty eighth, Glasgow SECC and Edinburgh. Last time I'm doing this show in Edinburgh uh, is on the the day before that, uh, the twenty seventh at and it's full capacity at the Festival Theatre. Um, as for our America dates. We are. This is October the thirteenth. Boston, Washington, New York, Philadelphia, St. Louis, Atlanta, Indianapolis, uh, Pittsburgh, Albany, Concord, Grand Rapids, Cincinnati, Ann Arbor, Chicago, Madison, Minneapolis, San Diego, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Phoenix, Denver, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston, New Orleans. That is fucking exciting, by the way. Aye. I'm still, I'm so, right, this is, like, I'm so buzzed, and we've been, like, so many people have messaged on Instagram and stuff since the tour dates have went out, like, oh, shit, I'm seeing you in Boston, I'm seeing you here, I'm seeing you there, and it's like, fucking yes, right? But there's so, there's such a big part of us that's just been let down by everything that's been exciting. Mm. Like, everything, like, the Bali trip, altitude getting postponed a couple of times, like, fucking... Everything that's been like, even this Portugal trip that we're going on aye. was meant to be the girls coming, and then because of double vaccination, aye. they can't. Uh, like, there's been so many things that like, I'm just fucking. I'll not believe it until I'm there. Aye. Um, but what? Like, I mean, we're doing everything in my power to make it happen. Aye. And to the people, uh, we were meant to be doing a show in Florida, but obviously, Florida, you've got you know your own opinions on uh, COVID, and I uh, fine think what you want to think. Personally, I'm not able to. Like, I can't get sick. I can't cancel this tour. Like, daddy needs the fucking money and I just can't take the fucking uh, risk. It was my choice, by the way. Uh, we tried to work out with the venue, but we just couldn't get it done. But we are potentially looking into adding a Florida show. I will keep you updated uh, on that. Um, and we've got one show left in the fringe. I said we'll, that, Festival Theatre, 27th. 27th. And on that day, uh, I'm going to be doing new material with Gareth and Ryan over at the Gilded Balloon at 9 o'clock on the 27th. And even though that show is listed for three more days, I'm only on the 27th. Uh, and do you know the name of our merch website yet? Um, just click on the link. That's what people do. Where? Um, on my Twitter, my Instagram, on the Patreon. Right, okay. Uh, it's like muggins dash and dash cream dot spreadshirt dot com. Right. I just click on the link. Just click on the link. Sounds easier. Right. Oh, uh, your dads. Do you know? Um, do you know we've got like a third tier on the podcast now where it's called your dad, mm. and people have adopted her, mm. and for for the extra payment they get like they're our dads now. Oh, it's, it's nice. I uh, we've also we're given. I've told totally you this anyway. We're giving them signed posters. Okay. To thank them for joining, mm-hmm. and then if if sustained pledges, we'll send them personalized thank you videos. And they get free tickets to any live shows that we do. I'm putting on live shows. Oh, right. I thought you meant like tour shows. I no, was like, no, good no. luck getting that passport later. S- no, no, sorry. <laughs> if anyone misinterpreted that. Um, we're going to put on some live podcasts. All oh, right, okay. And we'll, um, we'll, put, uh, we'll put them on like what the stand stream did. Mm. So, like, obviously, people, if we put on a show in Edinburgh, our parents will not be able to... No. Watch them in Edinburgh if they live in, whatever, Minneapolis, right? No. But we'll put it... Um, I'll we'll put it on a link on a stream. Right. So anybody that's on tier two or high, I'll get like a free link to the stream. We'll just copy and have a word, basically. That's the plan. Is that what they're doing? Exactly. They did you live show? No, well, they, not exactly. They, they, actually, Adam, Adam, um, Adam helped us out a little bit with the structure of it. Right. He's very, um, very knowledgeable with progressing podcasts. And Altruisky, he's not precious about it. He doesn't mind. 
It's just his whole, I, I've really respected his whole thing. I've just been like, man, I want everyone else to have a podcast that's successful because it benefits us all uh-huh. if all of our podcasts are successful. Yeah, and he's like, if people guest on each other's podcast and it sells a few tickets for your tour shows, it's great for live comedy. Aye. Uh, it's very nice of him. Yes. So now when we're talking about your dad, it's this, this, some of the listeners have oh, okay. like adopted one now, so. Uh, your dad knows 500 different slurs for Eskimos. <laughs> <laughs> name them. Name three. Oh. <laughs> Eskimo's one of them, I think. Oh, is it? Or is that? <laughs> or or is, that, is so. that just one of the fucking no. headlines? Like uh, one fucking lefty made one stupid fucking comment. Yeah. It was turned into a fucking headline, and then the right were like, "You motherfucker! You don't know you look how insane you are." I'm like, I, I love uh, like making fun of that type of format, you know. And you go, I don't know, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, and boisterous men who just don't know their own size. <laughs> Right, I want to be inclusive, okay? Uh, your dad's got cauliflower ears from getting his head stuck in a jar of honey like Winnie the Pooh. And by <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, I meant he just had a T-shirt on and no trousers. Uh, your dad's audition for Gogglebox was him booing players taking the knee. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just not right. It's just not right. My dad, my dad didn't die for this. Keep politics out of football. Your, your dad says you've got his penis. Well, that's what he stipulated on his donor card. <laughs> your dad phoned Ofcon to complain about discrimination after Blue Peter wouldn't read out his letter. <laughs> Last time I saw your dad, he was being chased out of the butchers with a string of sausages in his teeth. Your dad fancies Shrek. <laughs> Princess Fiona, I would call him. <laughs> I said your dad's name in the mirror five times and eventually took the rolled up note out of my hand and had his line. <laughs> uh, your dad's drafted Emiliano Sala in his fantasy football team this season. <laughs> oh, wait there. I know it's a terrible decision. I don't know how he <laughs> fucked that up so much. Kev, watch yeah, the news, man. Yeah, he had one of the red marks next to his name. Like, <laughs> the cricket on it would have said 100% not playing. <laughs> when your dad yawns, he waves his arms like one of those inflatable air dancers at a car dealership. <laughs> All right, that's the podcast. Fuck off. Uh, and um, look, keep, che- keep checking in on uh, YouTube. I'll mention it on Patreon on socials, but we might have a video to go with this one. It'll be like a bit later. Sweet. But But if you've listened to it now, I mean, just wasting your time because you've already heard it. Aye. But now you can see it in 4K. Now you can can see how utterly ashamed I look when I'm admitting I nearly stabbed someone when I was 18. (laughs) With a fucking cheese knife. It wasn't a cheese knife. No. Nah. I just use it for cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Stop the podcast.